welcome back to the Malin Podcast. I'm your host, Dylan Shivery, coming to you live from Austin, Texas. As always, I am joined by producer Dave. Dave Good morning, Dylan. How you doing, man? Are we ever going to get used to the way I, I get the pod ready with the, the countdown? No. I, we, we've mentioned it before, but you do the, uh, the Wayne's World. You <laughs> announce the three, and then you do the mm-hmm. silent two, one, and then the finger point. And that's, yeah. my, that's my cue to go. That's your cue. It's fun. It is fun, but um, I, I feel like it's not helpful. I just I feel like it just makes us kind of laugh, and it's it just kind of ruins the start of the pod. Well, I want you to keep doing it because it gives okay. me like a little comedic lift to start, and yeah, I, I enjoy that. You get a little bump before the pod. Yeah, a little bump. A little Dave bump. Not not the traditional kind of bump. No, definitely not. Getting ready for something, but no. yeah. Well, thank you for having me back. <laughs> well, you're always here. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, Sally is still out of town, by the way. The voice you're about to hear is not hers. I I don't even know when she's going to be back. I need to text that girl. But we have Liv Langdon here. Oh. Liv, how are we doing? I'm good. I feel good. I'm going to skip like the full formal intro for you because we just mm-hmm. did it on another podcast on Circling Back and gives you guys a chance to go listen to that one. It was a week ago, week and a half, something like that. It was recently. All you need to know about Liv is that she came bearing gifts. <laughs> I can't. I, I'm speechless. She made us the best. Smoothie, I think I've ever had, by the yeah. way. Wow. Proprietary live blend. Look, I make smoothies at home. I'm going to go home. I'm just going to punt my blender across the house. So my, <laughs> I, my blender or my smoothie game sucks. If you do that, make sure you get some video of oh. you punting your, yeah, your blender. I'll, I'll set the camera up. I want to see how far it goes. I I'll, punt, <laughs> I'll punt my ninja across the living room. Uh, thank you for the smoothies. She brought each Dave and I each a smoothie, and it is delicious. Of course, I always my my mom always taught me to come bringing something, and I I'm really sad that I didn't bring you smoothies earlier. And and so yeah, we morning, talked about that. I, yeah, I, we I, talked trash about you. I knew it. I knew it. So I was like, today I'm gonna make them smoothies, even if I'm five minutes late. Well, it's delicious, and knowing you, I'm sure it's full of healthy stuff too. So. It is. Well, thank you. Of course, guys. Thank you so much. Anytime. Are they all the same? The smoothies? Yeah. Oh, no, I, dif- I didn't differentiate it. Just because, you know, what if you, one was better than the other and then mm, it yes, wasn't true. even? That, that would just would be, be awkward. Yeah, that would be a shame. Uh, but I started, this is a really simple banana, peanut butter, cacao nibs, Himalayan salt, almond milk. Oh, I thought whey, I tasted some nibs. Collagen. Really? Mm-hmm, Were they, I knew it. But I didn't want them to. <laughs> I know a nib when I taste it. <laughs> I don't want it to be too chunky because some people have a weird texture thing with chunks in their Dylan. smoothie. You do? No. Is it too nibby? No. Oh, okay. It's, it's awesome. He texted like, me when you were talking to us earlier, like, dude, this is too nibby. <laughs> <laughs> so much nib in this damn smoothie. <laughs> I see. I was worried about that because normally I use the powder, but I ran out of powder and I only had the nibs. I might have to ask you for the the full recipe and yeah. ratios and all that. We well, should put that on Patreon. Right. Oh, some proprietary that is premium a damn content. Good idea, we should. That is a damn That's fine a idea. That's a great idea. They could put that and the Chubb salad. The Chubb salad's out there. Well, now people know. This thing really hits, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I didn't do measurements. I just eyeball, but I will, you know, we can, we can come up with something for sure. Can't wait. The hotline number, 888-362-MAIL. That's 888-362-6245. You can also write in if you like. There's a link in the Twitter bio, and that's at Podcast. Anything else we need to get out of the way before we get into it? All that sounds great. Okay. Dave, uh, let's get to the first email, please. Hey, Dylan, Dave, and guest. So I'm currently in a dilemma. I work with an incredibly attractive woman who I know is into me, but her dad is my boss. I never sleep around with coworkers, but I'm also leaving to my own company full-time in June. Awkwardly phrased, pardon me. What is my move here? Do I ask her for a number or do I hold on until I'm about to leave? Thanks for the help, guys. This is classic. Yeah. yeah. Um, props, props to you for not sleeping around with coworkers, but I think the obvious answer here is to just wait. You're leaving in June? That's in two months, right? Or not, I mean, we're almost in May. So just wait. But I would put out a little bit of a vibe first. Lay the groundwork, the foundation. Put out a little vibe, lay some groundwork, and let her know, like, hey, once I leave this company, I might holler at you. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't think he should wait. Oh, here we go. Uh, her mean, dad's his boss. Liv. He's leaving. This isn't your anyways. traditional coworker. I mean, he's already gonna go. He's already on the way out. Has his business going. I mean, what's the worst thing that like his 
what is his boss going to hate him and then fire him and he's already leaving? You know, I don't think that's going to happen. It just seems a little risky. Well, I mean, you know, high risk, high reward. Because if if this is his boss, he's going to want in future employment, he might need a recommendation of some sort. And, you know, you want him to be able to speak honestly about Mm. about your time at the company. And uh, he just he might just burn a bridge here. Okay, that's a good perspective. I can see that for sure. I just maybe maybe from the feelers like he has to get some serious feelers out there. Yeah, like, he's got to let her know. Like, look, once I'm out of here, like it's on. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, he need, he needs to try. He needs to make a move, just a little move, not a big move. See, I, I just think you lay you lay groundwork so mm-hmm. you can make your move once you depart from the company. You got to risk it for the biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> see, you see. Like I would I would, I would be like, look. Um, I want to ask you out, but it's probably best that I wait a couple months to make that happen, and here's why, and just explain the whole situation to her. That way, you're on her radar. Yeah, because she might get swooped, and then he's... She could get swooped. You know, you never know what's going to happen tomorrow, But that's so also, I say live for today. That's also a fun little playful back and forth in the office, like, oh, we're not supposed to be doing this, but we're doing it anyway. We're like, flirt, we're flirting back and forth, yeah. sending each other text messages, not going out on dates yet. But it, it could be a fun last couple of months at the at the current place of uh, employment. So he's leaving to do his own thing, like his own. That's what company. it sounds like. Okay. Ooh, an entrepreneur. Mm. I mean, it almost sounds like a low risk endeavor. But yeah, if if you if you're too open about it, or you get caught doing it, and it looks bad, and, and obviously the dad doesn't like it, your boss, the the specter of having him not there as somebody who can vouch for you down the line. Like yeah. if your own thing doesn't work out, that would be a problem. Um, you don't want to have that reputation as somebody who comes in. And that's like a potential culture killer move. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If you're in there and you're the guy, the young guy who's like sleeping around with all the chicks he works with, it's, mm, it's tough. But he I'm wasn't not saying all of them. I know, but like it's still, if you go in and you, and you hook up with the boss's daughter, you know what I mean? People are going to have like a, um, you're going to have a stigma, I think. So just if you do it, don't get caught, man. Just be be smart about it. I, I'm a big foundation layer. I think I'm on the same page of Dil- as Dylan is on this one, but uh, just be smart about it. I'm not totally against dating coworkers. You can make it work. You just got to be careful. Yeah, because if it's if agree. it's an ugly separation, it's it's gonna make for a really terrible work environment. Yeah, exactly. Um, but if it's worth a risk, sometimes if you're really into somebody, you know, don't just sleep around with your coworkers. That's not good. But yeah. But if you're into somebody, like, yeah, I don't know why you wouldn't go for it. Yeah, and you careful. don't know how long they've been, like, playing this game back and forth, flirting back. You know, it could be months. They, some, only, you only have so much time. <sighs> Fuck, you're right. You know? Just do it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. But okay. at least grab coffee. Grab coffee, talk to her, like, not on a date basis, but just get to know each other sure. more. Which, and then that could lead to other things. There it is. Well said. Here comes the first voicemail. Dylan, Sally, uh, this is Barney here calling from uh, Houston. Uh, I had a quick one for you guys. Uh, maybe Sally, I don't know, or another female that might join the podcast. Um, what do ladies uh, feel about accents? Um, I got a bit of a weird one. Um, mix of a Latino with the uh, Australian accent, a um, bit of British in there as well. Uh, so just want to hear from the American ladies. What did they think about it? All right, love the pod, man. Keep it up. Man, I was hearing some New Zealand in there. I can't tell if this guy's bullshitting me or not. <laughs> this accent sounds totally fake. And totally unique. I've never heard anything like it. He says Latino, Australian, and British. What? He sounded Kiwi. What the fuck are you talking about? How do you have all those accents? You can't. Because you you have to live somewhere. Even if you are... Those places couldn't be farther from each other, by the way. Those aren't neighboring countries. Like, 
That's this is total total <laughs> bullshit. Is he fucking with us? I think. I mean, because a new accent would come through every two seconds. But <laughs> okay. I'm like, wait, I don't, Latino, I, British, <laughs> and Australian, and and Latino is not an accent. So I mean, it's not, it's not <laughs> Latino. It's not He's got a real accent. strong Latino accent. It's not an That's accent. It's like something at your grandpa would say. Like, uh, yeah. just doesn't yes, get it. Even Latino accent. I mean, there are Mexican ac- like accents. There are Spanish accents. There are kinds of accents but latino is not one no i just well this, this is timely so i actually saw this tweet today the most attractive accents per big seven travel if that's real who knows it was on twitter so they rank the most attractive accents do y'all want to guess Ooh. top five yes. <clears throat> from a woman's perspective hard to say okay i don't know um i'll give you okay mm-hmm. i think number one is probably australian yeah i think number two don't, don't tell us okay, yet okay, okay, okay. number two i'm gonna say british Portuguese is in there. I bet Portuguese is in there. For sure. German's not. No. German's an ugly <laughs> language. Probably no Scandinavian countries. Yeah. Th- yeah. I those are all kind of ugly. Yeah. I kind of like Canadians when they like say A at a the boot? end. A boot? You know. <laughs> what is that a boot? What about? Yeah. It's kind of cute. <laughs> you guys uh, are leaving out like the, the hottest by far. Brazilian? The hottest? Irish? Scottish? Brazilian. What a- Can I just tell you? Wait. Yeah. Hold on. Okay. Just go. Just tell us. Number five, Dylan, Australian. What? Whoa. Number four, this is the one I was referring to, Italian. Uh, it's a language of love. People forget that. Uh, Number three, Irish. Number hmm. two, South African. Oh, South African. That is a good That's one. a very proper one. It's, that's <clears throat> that's like a hot British accent. It's like almost. a Brit, exactly. Yeah. But they have more culture. The number one, New Zealand. New Zealand and Australian are they're basically the same. Oh, they're different. They're not. They're not yeah. so different that they deserve to be one in five on the list. That well, mm-hmm. this is uh, on Twitter per Blaine Stewart. Irish whoever is this on fucker there. Is. Irish. Yeah. Wait, is British even on there? It's not. How is that possible? British is hot. Yeah, Look, man. I didn't. I didn't jump into the numbers here. I'm just. <laughs> I'm looking at the tweet. All right. What is going on? New Zealand. Okay, <clears throat> who's the guy that worked it on it? The kickboxer. The Dion. Dude. Yeah, he's I the best. I love his accent. He's the best. He's New Zealand. He's from New Zealand. He's a. He's a Kiwi. Is I that what it's it. called? Kiwi, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Stephen <clears throat> Adams of the Thunder. They've got a very. Yeah, it is. It, it is different it than Australian. Like it, yeah, it's cool. It's cool. It sounds a little bit more um, intellectual than the traditional. You know, or I guess the Americanized version of the Australian accent, like what we hear, like Crocodile Dundee shit, which yeah. probably isn't accurate at all. But I think my favorite in girls, because that's who I'm attracted to, is mm. uh, is British. Really? Mm. Yeah, it's British. It's it's just hot. Yeah. Uh, Margot Robbie, she's Australian. Is that correct? I th- I believe that's right. Yeah. 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 I mean, that does it for me too, of course. But of course. British. So um, American is is nowhere to be found on that list, huh? I no. do think the American accent is attractive to people in Europe, though. The Southern accent goes over very well over there, yeah. from what I've heard. Hey, but real talk, can we get back to this guy's accent real quick? What yeah. What the hell was that? <laughs> well, I mean, I just don't know. You, I think you develop accents by living in a place and acquiring it. If your parents are from England and you're born in America, you're not, you don't have a British accent. You have right. to have lived there. Sure. So, uh, so he, if he had New Zealand and British, right? Yeah. And Latino. <laughs> First of all, what New Zealand's a country. British is an accent. Or well, I guess, yeah, if you're British, it's a, I guess what would you, if you're British, you're a, that's your. Yeah, you're from the UK. You're from you, yeah, great, okay. could be Great Britain. No, but like if you're if you claim I'm British, that it would be an accent, I guess. Like if your genealogy well. is like, oh wow, you're you're a quarter British, or, you know, that doesn't mean you're at you're gonna speak in that way. It's like all about how you were raised. It's it's uh, definitely a nurture thing. It's your it's the, who raised you, and what you know your environment. So like my mom, my mom is uh, an Italian lady from New York. So and she never they've lived in Texas for a long time. She never picked up the Texas accent at right. all. Yeah. She still sounds like she's from Buffalo, New York, Niagara right. Falls. Shout out to Western New York. Uh, but my dad, he's got like a little bit of a Southern accent, but a lot of Midwest. And for me, I don't know, like when I'm around people, my friends who are been in Texas forever, I, it kind of comes out of me a little bit more. Like you'll hear a little bit more mm-hmm. Southern accent, Texas drawl, but, um, it's really hard to shake an accent too. If you 100%. have one, I mean, it takes are, years. Sometimes it, it, it takes never decades goes away. and it doesn't yeah. even, it never goes and away. And if you try it's too weird. hard, you just end up sounding like a weirdo. 
I know people who have tried to kick the kick, kick the Texas one, and yeah. now they just sound like a robot. Yeah. During, during my time at Texas State, I, I I caught myself picking up a little bit of the Texas drugs. We had a lot of a lot of our friends were from you know West Texas and oh yeah East Texas and all all over Texas, and I, I caught myself saying like like nine instead of nine, I would say nine. And I was like, dude, what are you doing? Dude, like, you're, you're from Austin. Hanging like, out like stop. Beaumont kids too much. Yeah, you're from Austin, dude. No, I, I would definitely you're a catch myself. Yeah. And I, so I would I would correct myself. Like, don't do not do that. Yeah. My, and my grandfather's from Turkey, and he's lived in the States for, mm, I think, at least 40 years, 30 or 40 years. And he has a thick Turkish accent. Yeah. So you don't just move somewhere and pick up the accent. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And especially three accents. Yeah. You don't just like, you, <laughs> like don't, this you guy, don't move somewhere and pick up three accents. And to pick up an accent, you just spend a lot of time immersed in that culture. Like, right. He spent a lot of time in Australia, a lot of time in the UK, and a lot of time in Latin. <laughs> I mean, we don't know what else. In Latin Latino. America. Yeah, in Latino. It's just like, dude, what? I But, you know... I, in regards to the question, do girls like accents, American girls like accents, for sure. But I do think that you may be overplaying your accent. Just a tad. This guy? Accents, plural. I, I still... Overplaying your accents. I'm still believing that this guy just completely fabricated it for the phone call. This dude sounded like he was high as hell, too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let me speak for women here, which is exactly what people want me to do. I think that... Um, new accents no matter where you're from if you hear something new that's going to be like hot to you because it's different you're like mm. oh do you like even if it's just like a a chicago accent or something it's like oh that's different he's mm-hmm. a different he's different than all these like scrubs from like do you like the when girls suburbs? have a southern accent yeah southern but drum? i'm like i'm used to growing you know we've heard it so much well i'm not talking about texas i'm talking like, like deep south georgia alabama eh Mm. Yeah, it's okay. It I feel like it, I feel like that. There's a tendency to play it up. It can be, cute, and I but hate it when it's, if it's like, bad. Then it's somebody says like "bless your heart" or something. I'm like, God uh, bless her. God, God bless her. yeah. <laughs> we get it. You went to an SEC school. Uh, <laughs> wait, what? Sorry. Oh, Florida's not even. Florida doesn't count. I have a, Florida doesn't count. SEC. Well, yeah, we're not a Southern school, but still. You can't label. You can't blanket statement. SEC schools saying, are all. I feel like they the tend Southern to Bells. exaggerate the Southern Bell thing. The more north you get in Florida, the more south it gets. It's Isn't true. That, Panhandle. Say? It does. Yeah. Exactly. No. Yeah. South Florida is. Might as well break off and be a country. Right. Gainesville lies where in Florida exactly? It's, it's like it's... northern central Florida. Okay. So that's right. And it's kind of like the boonies area. Is it? Well, yeah. Outside of it. Where do you fly into Jacksonville? Mm-hmm. Well, I never flew. I drove from from my house. If well, so, you were to fly, oh wait, no, there's a well. Depends on where they have a Gainesville airport. It's really small. Okay, I think it's one gate, honestly. Gotcha. And then I've never been, flown out of there. But there is a there's St. Augustine and Jacksonville that are close by. I'm in on Jacksonville. Do you know that Jacksonville is the largest city by landmass in the United States? In the United States, I didn't. I thought it was in Florida, but I didn't know the United States. A lot of people don't know that. Do you Dave know how and much, I do. Well, you guys we had, we had a really things. good Uber driver who was full of facts. <laughs> True story. Uh, but the thing that sucks because I lived in Jacksonville the year after I graduated, and it takes thirty minutes to drive everywhere. You know, there it's not. We heard that too. It is. Everything is so spread out, which I didn't really love. Also, Limp Biscuits from there, but you didn't know that. <laughs> nope, didn't Dave, know that. Dave, how did you not know that? No, I, I didn't have the stop same the Uber pod. driver. Stop, stop the pod. <laughs> did, did you guys go to Florida, Georgia? What were you there for? We went for the Players Championship. Oh, right. Which is in Ponte Vedra Beach. Yeah, yeah. It's a big thing. We had a great time. Did you go to the plaid party? Have you heard about the plaid party? We didn't even know what we the plaid party this was. Year, so it was well. When I was there, we went. They you run in cooler circles than Dave and I do, apparently. <laughs> Clearly. We didn't get the invite to the Clearly. plaid party. We actually went to the Chili's on the main road. <laughs> it's a true, true story. First night we were there, we, we, spent, we like, ate at Chili's. We got a lot of beers. and We were just the big beers, too. Yeah. God, that was disgusting. Oh, they, they gave us, it was like a like two-for-one beer night. Like, oh, cool. So we got beers thinking that, you know, as we order the next one, it'll just be the, the price of one. No, they just bring you two at a time. Oh, like oh, so we got they put like two thirty ounce beers in yeah. front of us, each of us. Like okay, I guess we're getting drunk tonight. Guess I'll, yeah. Wow, guess I'll drink these very quickly. I know. <laughs> did you play some games or what did you do? No, I, I think, think we sat just there eating chicken crispers. <laughs> yeah, 
This is disgusting. What a, a night, trip, you guys. Man. Pretty wild. Let's get to the next one, Dave. Hey, Dorn, frat Dave, and guest. What social settings, if any, is it acceptable to wear a bro tank other than working out or near a body of water? I'm asking for the 25 and up crowd. I want to have Liv kick this one off. <clears throat> what do you think of grown men wearing <laughs> tank tops? Like out. Like frat tanks. Yeah. But that have some type of something on the... Yeah, just think like, like, a, like a typical t-shirt. Not, not necessarily fraternity. Just a typical t-shirt material tank top that has like just some kind of writing on it. Yeah. The cat casual, obviously. Not a... Like you didn't get it at J. Crew. Yeah. I Right. I'm not a fan. I think that that yeah. has to end at some point in time. Even in college when I was seeing the guys wear their frat tanks... I mean, that was acceptable because, you know, we, we go on the mixers and we get all these T-shirts and then they cut them up and they want to show their swollenness and all that kind of stuff. I get it. But beyond college, I think you have maybe like a one-year grace period. That, I don't even, I'm not even giving them a grace period. Well, okay, right. But you're, you're right. You know, yeah. you really are. Put the bro tanks away, bro. Yeah. Wait, so what, what's classified as a bro tank are we like thinking like cali ruka brand like designer tanks because I'm, t- I'm thinking this guy's talking about just any tank not just ones that have like letters on them or something well we'd have to differentiate the because um, because i i am anti-tank oh yeah it's not I, that I don't it, do tanks. there's some people who can pull it off but i just don't like the thought of a sweaty armpit being visible <laughs> i don't want to see that you know what i mean like I don't want sure. that. I don't want that moisture to drip off onto the table, where I'm enjoying like a, a thirty ounce beer at Chili's. Yeah, if, if you're an adult, you need you just need to wear sleeves. Sleeves That's are a general yeah, rule. I sleeves. Totally agree. Even at the gym. I, Same. Even at the gym. Same. I just think it's so broy. The, when... the sweaty armpit thing, Dave. At the gym, I don't. I don't want to see your sweaty armpit at yeah, the gym. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> it's just gross. <laughs> or like your. I don't want to see your caked on deodorant. I don't want to know what kind of deodorant you went with today. Or if they shave their armpits. Have you ever seen guys who shave their... Just, oh, yeah. Just, you know, here's a, something for all men out there. I think you should always leave hair because that's what makes a man a man. Mm-hmm. You know, you could trim. You can take care of yourself. I'm all for that. I mean, I would actually suggest that everyone does that. But don't shave everything. That's Do you remember... Just, uh, unless you're a swimmer, I guess. Dylan, you're a baseball guy in high school. Baseball guys always shave their forearms. Yeah, a lot of it makes you look ripped. A up. lot of a lot of guys would shave their forearms or even shave their legs and blame it on athletic tape. Like, oh, I just don't want the hair to pull mm. my tape. Well, you don't have to wear that tape, dude. Like, <laughs> why are you taping your wrist? We're just playing baseball out here. I mean, it's not that serious. And so they use that as an excuse because, it, yeah, like you said, it makes them look more ripped. But that was their reasoning for it. Incrementally, I mean, you see like one extra vein with the hair. Yeah, I mean, it can't be that that big of a difference yeah you look honestly you'll realize this as you get older and we're speaking to like the the college crowd but like you look more i don't know intimidating aggressive like teed up with testosterone if you've got body hair yeah men have hair men have body hair that's just how it works now i know if you got back hair i get there's probably something to do about that right get rid of the back laser hair hair excessive neck hair you can get rid of that obviously Yeah. Uh, but the chest hair, let it go. I, I'll admit, I do trim my chest hair just a little bit. I take the tops off. Yeah, yeah. You know, just That's a little fine. bit. That's fine. I actually like that. That I don't know the numbers. Is it one? The number one's whatever. a little low. Oh, okay. One's, one's a little low. low. Three, three to fours is the range. I think Dylan's probably doing. And I, I'll be honest, I've, I've done that too because mine grows in. It's not like a full coat of chest hair. It's like some areas like get a little bit more. Full than others. I'm like, this is like stupid. I'm not going to. The, I'm not going to the pool like this. <laughs> this looks stupid. Yeah. Yeah, it's masculine. It's mature. Sport the sport the body hair and don't wear tank tops. Yeah, is, is what we're trying to say. Yeah. What about um? Okay, I've done this. If I'm going to the beach, I've got like a NBA jerseys, not like throwbacks, but I've got like a Dirk jersey that I don't get to wear, but maybe like once every three years. What do you think about the jersey? Oh, yeah, because that's a novelty. Beach exemption. That's exempt. a novelty. Wait, you okay. do the jersey on the beach? Yeah, I'll t- I will mean, I'll peel it. I'll pop the top, of course. Oh, okay. But, you know, just when I'm going down there. You know Dave be popping his top all yeah, the time. Yeah, this top's getting popped. I, know. I, I haven't seen it, though, on the gram. Yeah, well, oh, you know, what I'm, you, so I'm pretty humble. You, you need to look harder. Oh, okay. Let me get a few more of these nibs. You need nibs to look harder. <laughs> <laughs> a few more nibs. Uh, yeah, you... Dave, you can wear your your dark jersey, man, okay. to the beach. Absolutely, bury me in it, please. Or <laughs> got it. I've been asked to be buried in stuff too much lately. I feel like this happens all the time. We'll bury you in your dark jersey. Thank you. What's what is your favorite jersey? 
It's that one. It's Dirt. a dark jersey. He's a big okay. dark guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's acceptable. Or to a game. But I would say really no other exceptions. Okay. And I did wear it. When I wear it to a game... You gotta have to, you have to have an undershirt. Yeah, I'm not the thought of going out in public with just that jersey, like to a game indoors. That's just I'm not doing that to people. I don't care if I get like shredded and I've got the arms. I, I'm not trying to do that. I feel like you must be smelly because I don't know. Is, do you have smelly armpits? Are you a smelly boy? Yeah. Are you? No. Are you smelly? No. Yeah, why do you think that? Mm. Oh well, wait, you're talking you keep, about me? Yeah, because you keep referencing, you know, get getting all the sweat and and smell. No, it's not even the smell. It. it honestly, it's just it's just sweaty hair under. There is a, someone's arm. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. There's I got a weird thing about it. I'm weirdly not smelly. Like I'll come back from the gym or outside, and I'll say I I stink or something. And like my wife, she like you don't smell. I'm like, are you sure? Because I feel Weirdly like I smell. not smelly. Good I know. for you, man. <laughs> I, I, it's my superpower. Good for you. Yeah. That was fun. That was fun. Uh, let's talk about Roback for a sec. Speaking of fun. Speaking of fun. Roback, Dave and I can't stop wearing it. Will, too. He's not here, but he wears it, too. The polos, the quarter zips, they fit great. The material's fantastic. Performance tees. Oh, I work out in the performance tees every day. Oh yeah, Dave does too. I see him at the gym. I got the new one, the charcoal one. That's a big uh, hit. Really, yeah, I wore that heads. one at the gym yesterday, Dave. You saw me. Yeah, I did see you. That's there. my favorite color. That's a good the one, the charcoal one. I got a long sleeve one they sent me, which is very nice. Have Thank you worn you. it yet? No, but I'm going to be wearing it because there's it's mosquito season. So when mm-hmm. I go to the park with Randy, I'm sleeved up. It's mosquito season. Yeah. yeah. So I've got this performance tee. It's working out well. You can use promo code CB20 to get 20% off at Roback.com, and that's R-H-O-B-A-C-K. Again, promo code CB20 will get you 20% off at Roback.com. Here's your next voicemail. What's up, Malin? I saw that Liv was going to be on the pod, and I was hoping for some feedback on my proprietary pre-workout blend. As a guy who focuses on weightlifting, right now I do two cups of coffee. I do creatine, L-citrulline, and beta-alanine. And also, Liv could give some good feedback on maybe some supplements that I'm missing. I've read good things about tyrosine or whatever else you might recommend. Thanks. Bye. Was that Dan using a fake voice? I don't know what the <laughs> hell this guy this guy just said. Uh, I know what creatine is. That's the only word in that that I recognize. Uh, what does he talk? What is all this stuff he's talking about? Liv? These are amino acids. L-citrulline is a precursor to L-arginine. L-arginine is a uh, could help with vasodilation, um, beta alanine. They're all like, they all, to me, I think that he's getting too caught up in the nitty gritty. I think creatine, definitely beneficial for for even women too. Um, but for women, don't like to take it because it holds more um, like water, you know? And so yeah. that's what gives you guys the the bulk sure. feeling. And so girls don't really want to hold water and look all bloated and stuff. So generally girls don't take it but i i take it sometimes before a pre-workout too um so he's blending his own pre-workout is that what he's saying he's buying all these on his own beta alanine gives you the tingles and it kind of gives you a pump right i don't get the tingles from it i get tingles so you know where i get it i get it in one place like tops of my ears oh that's that's i get it in my ears too it's the weirdest thing it's the weirdest sensation i get it in my ears Uh, are you sure that's not from niacin because also, uh, a lot of pre-workouts do have niacin in them. And if you take too much niacin, you can get a niacin flush. Have you ever heard of that? What? I don't even know what That's niacin what they is. That's what they call Dylan in and- college. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Uh, niacin. Okay, so you get a niacin flush. And when I was when I was early on in my competition days, I took like stupid fat burners, which are just... I think the supplement industry is not heavily regulated, so... Who knows what was in it? But niacin was one of the things. And I used to turn, my whole body would turn red, completely red. And then it would get little dots all over it and it would slowly dissipate. But it felt like my body was on fire. So that's what a niacin flush is. <clears throat> Apparently niacin flushes could could also be good uh, just periodically because it just basically like rejuvenates your blood. Like it makes your blood f- like flow through, which is why you're getting all red. And then it kind of gives you like, you know, it... If you're if you're drinking or whatever it is, it kind of pumps things out faster. But I wouldn't recommend it. I don't think it feels good. It's uncomfortable. We uh, you were on one time on our last on touching base, and we we talked about pre workout 
and how it's just kind of it's just kind of a sketchy thing to take. It's not great for you. Yeah. Um, like the over the counter ones. Over the counter. Like the ones, ones that. Oh, I'm just gonna call you out. The ones that you've I've taken of yours. Those are the ones that tingle my ears. I'll be honest, Liv. I keep I still take that stuff. You take C4. I don't not C4, but it's you know it's similar. Something bang. Uh, because it really yeah. the stuff just works, and so I take mm-hmm. it. But I know that it's probably not the best thing to be putting in my body because it yeah. feels weird. You know what? Actually, I because I don't promote. You've you've heard me multiple times on the podcast say I don't promote pre workouts. I have talked about the Onnit Cordyceps base, which is a mushroom based pre workout, and it has methylated B twelve in it and green tea extract so it's really mild you're not getting any tingling sensations it's not a a heavy dose of caffeine either which i do pair that with cold brew because i do like a little bit of caffeine before i work out but uh, other than that the cordyceps the mushrooms in it are um they help produce atp in in your cells and atp is our energy source so it's really good so you kind of notice it when you're doing cardio or high intensity interval training it's not you can you have longer endurance, but you also have lower, uh, less rest time in between. So if you need like a two minute rest this time, you know when you take cordyceps, I notice you only need like thirty seconds, like it cuts it in half or less. So uh, I what, what's his name? He didn't leave it. Okay, well I would say definitely try incorporating um, cordyceps. I talked about mushrooms on the other podcast too. I'm really big into the mushroom space right now. Um, so I would say. Cordyceps, or if you want to specifically do the blend of the Onnit Shroom Tech Sport, I think is pretty is really bomb. And another pre workout that I just uh, kind of fell into, I went to LA last week, and uh, Ladder, you know the supplement company, it's promoted by Arnold Schwarzenegger and LeBron James, Cindy Crawford, Lindsey Vaughn. Um, my mentor and friend, he's the ch- chief nutrition officer, and he uh, formulated all the products and. Uh, their energy, which is their pre-workout, is really clean, and I actually really liked it. And What's I'm it not, called again? It's called Ladder, L-A-D-D-E-R. Okay. We are Ladder. And they only have, you know, they have a plant-based protein, whey protein, uh, greens formula, and an energy formula. And the energy huh. formula has, it has creatine in it. Um, it has beta alanine in it. It has beet juice, which also beet is a vasodilator like we talked about before. <clears throat> Um, I'm pretty sure there's caffeine in there too. I'd have to look back at the label. Uh, but it was good. It was, it was nice. You still got a little tingles, but it was mild and not overwhelming, which I liked a lot. And, you know, the thing with supplements, even if he's getting, if he's getting L-citrulline or if he's getting L-tyrosine or whatever by on its own, the sourcing of, of ingredients is everything, you know, you don't really know what's in that powder so that's why i'm really skeptical on a lot of these like cheap pre-workouts even yeah. if you're getting the um the raw materials and then mixing it yourself because you just don't really know what what's in that unless you're testing on your own or it's a really reputable com- company and they do their own testing so um when it comes to the quality of that creatine the quality of the l-citrulline i can't really speak on that but um and beta alanine too but that's why i would say like something like a ladders uh pre-workout would be a better option because i know that the sourcing of those ingredients is is top notch um cold brew great i love caffeine so i'm i'm always for cold brew less acidic than drip coffee uh and then he said what else so i would say cordyceps maybe you know that some beets chub salad hell yeah <laughs> chub salad is a cure for everything man chub salad uh but yeah he could actually okay. you could blend i mean beets aren't the most appetizing but he could do a beet smoothie pre-workout see how that helps him oh that sounds gross oof. i'm not a beet guy <laughs> is that an oof yeah you could was. do I, I you know what i would do if i did it i haven't made a beet smoothie but i would probably do some steamed beets i would try it with some cherries like a frozen cherries Maybe a little bit of banana. Um, maybe some like dark chocolate because, you know, the dark chocolate cherry thing with beets, you know, could kind of blend well all together. Some almond milk, oat milk's really good. It's creamy, you know, protein. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dave, what do you take for pre-workout? Anything? I don't really take anything. Mm-hmm. Man. Yeah, I, I got into like this uh, habit back in the day to where I would take it. And then when I didn't take it, it would like have this mental effect on me. Like I would go in like, oh, I don't have my pre-workout. Mm. So yeah. I'm about to just, you know, the go through the motions. Effect. Yeah, total placebo. And 
there's really nothing that I don't think that you're gonna that's gonna make you stronger. Now I have taken the the what's the the shroom tech the on it one mm-hmm. back in the day when I was doing like a lot of cardio that shit works for like endurance like you yeah. were saying like I noticed it then yeah um, but I don't do cardio that hard these days so I'm not really taking anything but I do I do creatine um, like post workout and stuff and that that works too that's like the one supplement I think people um, will tell you like you will notice a strength increase if you don't you're on creatine. Yeah, and and the science backs up creatine for sure. Like, there's definitely a lot of science behind, like, I think it's five grams of creatine, Mm -hmm. you know, daily for men and women, too. And back with it. Back when my grandpa was, uh, I mean, he was in his 80s and uh, coming off, like, quadruple bypass and wanted to play, like, continue playing golf. Like, he, like, his doctor was like, oh, you should definitely get on creatine, you know, you know, keep up your muscle mass. So, like, my, my 82 year old grandfather back in the day was on it. And that's where I was kind of like, got me interested in it. And I was like, oh, yeah, everybody in high school football was doing it. Oh, and yeah. It, yeah, I think now it's it's not just a fad. I think people thought it was going to be like a fad, but like people still recommend it now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I remember taking it in high school and it was crazy expensive. Oh, it's yeah. It's not anymore. It's like 15 bucks. Yeah, it's 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 very affordable now. You got to watch do, out, though. Yeah, you got to watch out. Because like the, the stuff from China, you can get some stuff that's cut with like, not creatine. Yeah, baking soda. I mean, if you, I bet if we tested half the supplements on this market, we they wouldn't be what they say they are. There's a little thing you look for. It's like GM. There's some little testing certification on supplements now because you know they're not regulated. Like Liv said, that'll tell you like that their stuff was tested and sourced and it's all safe and it is what it says it is. But like sometimes if you get something that looks like off of Amazon and it's like ten bucks for mm-hmm. a huge thing of creatine, there's a good chance that that's got a lot of crap mm. in it that's not creatine. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, NSF certified is the best certification you can get because there's all different types of certifications. Um, you know, ho- hopefully supplement companies do third-party validation, so they send it off somewhere else and they validate what that is. There's other things like liquid chromatography, um, standardized batch testing. These are all things that are important for supplement companies to do, but it, they're not always disclosing it. So if you ever are curious as to if your supplements are doing what they say they are, I would say call corporate and ask them those questions. Like, what kind of testing are you doing on your products? I mean, if they're doing a really expensive testing, then it's going to be labeled on the bottle for sure. Yeah. Like NSF is the only certification that professional athletes can use that's approved. So, uh, but it's really expensive to do, yeah. really, really expensive. That's why not a lot of supplements do have that because, you know, until they get really big, they can't afford it. I need to find an alternative to my pre-workout. I know I do, but stuff just works, man. Uh, whatever gets you in there. Yeah, whatever gets, you know. I'm not, well, I'm in there. Yeah, You're that's in good. there. I'm in there. Uh, let's get to the next one. Hey, Dylan, Dave, when should you have a respectable savings account? I'm 25 and a teacher and a fly fishing guide, but I still feel like I'm poor as shit at all times. I have friends who've bought houses at my age. I know they have better paying jobs and how that makes an obvious difference, but when in our lives should we have a savings account that's worth a shit? Is it before you have kids or is it by the time you're 30? Wow. Oh, good question. That's a really good question. It is a good question, and I, I'm kind of curious what you guys think. Um, Define I, respectable. That's you know what I mean, like yeah. I think when it's when you decide that it's time to have kids in the mix, you need to have some money put away for like college and stuff, or just or just, just general child care. I oh mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, this stuff's expensive. First of all, the, the hospital bill. People, some people aren't ready for that. Oh God, it's high. How much is it? Uh, for us, it was like six grand, I think. Wow. Yeah, we were just to go to the hospital and have a baby. Yeah, and when we were fully insured and everything. It covered that was what we had come out of pocket was like six grand. Whoa. Yeah, it's some people aren't ready for that, and just you know, kids are expensive, diapers and clothes and food and if and, and uh, childcare. Like if you have to pay someone to watch your kid for you while you go to work, that's astronomical. So kids, that changes everything. Yeah, I mean like. But like, if I could go back and tell my 23 year old self, like, hey, start a savings account right now, put, you know, X percentage in every paycheck, I would be a lot happier right mm-hmm. now. Oh, so I was, sure. I'm going to tell you that, that, yeah, you're only 25, do that right now. And that's not saying that I was doing that because I fucking definitely wasn't. But um, if you're a teacher, I don't know, 
all the states are different. Like my wife's a teacher and they have like a, a fund that takes a percentage from her check, puts it into, I don't know if it's a 401k, but it's some kind mm-hmm. of teacher investment thing. Um, you know, look into that. Um, you don't have to listen to like Dave Ramsey or, or watch you know, Mad Money with Jim Cramer, but just, just put money away if you can. Be smart. Don't be like I was when I was 25. I was an idiot. Yeah, I wasn't thinking about this stuff. And of stuff. course, everyone's life is different and you have different goals and different ways you want to live your life and all that. So it's changes for everybody. But if you're going to go like tra- traditional, like, oh, I'm going to have a corporate job and start a family and all that. I think by the time you're like 27, you should have some money put away. 27? Definitely. It's five years yeah. after you've started your career, four or five years after you started your <laughs> career. You should, you know, start thinking about the future and like, okay, I need to get serious about saving some money and have, I don't know. Five to ten grand put away in savings minimum. Is that low? I don't even know. Well, it depends on what your what his goals are. Sure. But one, I would say, don't compare yourself to other people around your age. I know it's hard, but you know everyone has different circumstances. And if you own a house by the time you're 25, mm, you're probably. I would think you're probably getting help from your parents. I would imagine. So I don't think that should even be expected to own your own house when you're 25. No. I mean, that's kind of Very unheard of. Very few 25-year-olds own houses. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm 28 and there's no, I'm not even close to owning a house yet. However, I do, I would say if you, if you have a, if you work for a company that has a 401k option, I was really hesitant to start one and I was 26, but uh, the financial advisor, you know, he sat down with me, talked me through it and we had a really, you know, they matched up to 4% of what I put in. So I wanted to maximize that. And I put it in, you know, I didn't even notice that I was, you know, pulling out whatever it was, 50 bucks. They just did it automatically. And now it's been about two and a half years. And I think like 14,000, $15,000 in it. And then that's just going to build, you know, and just continue building. And I didn't even notice it. Oh, always take advantage of a 401k right. if, you, if you can. And so you don't even think about it. You know, when you're 26 years old, that's when I started mine. I wasn't thinking about my retirement. You know, it's not even a thought. But then I thought about like, why do I care so much about what I'm putting into my body? Why do I talk about nutrition all the time? Because I'm really, you know, trying to play the long game here and be an awesome grandma and be able to run with my kids. So why am I not caring my, about the same thing financially? So I started doing it and it's just, it's an easy thing to do. And I would, I would hundred percent say that because I think pretty much everyone that I know says that we spend like idiots when we're young, right? When, when you first start getting your paychecks, you're like, this is amazing. Oh, I'm going to oh, spend yeah. my money on the dumbest things ever. Because up until that point, you were using someone else's money for the most part. Most right. people use their parents' money until they get their first real job. And it's like, oh shit, I have the freedom to spend my money however I want to do it. And it's awesome. Yeah. And people get carried away. Right. We all do. Yeah. But, you know, 25, I think, is the point where it starts to you start to think about those things. So I'm so happy he asked that question because it's a great question thinking about it. Yeah. So, yeah, save a little. I would just open up a savings account, honestly, and um, maybe take like 40, 50 bucks out of your paycheck every month. You're not even going to notice 50 bucks is nothing. The student loan crisis (laughs) has thrown a huge wrench in all this, too. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, I know. That is. is I was fortunate enough. I didn't have to take out student loans, but I know so many people do. And it's just I I feel for these people that you start off. You start off in so much debt and you, you get paid, you know, starting at the bottom. You don't get paid much. Usually your first job out of college and. Oh, man, student loans suck. That's why, you know, no one's going to medical school anymore. Like, yeah. they're having a serious issue with, like, the, there's not as many doctors or people graduating and becoming doctors because it's so damn expensive. Yeah. I mean, and, and these are the most important people in our lives. Yeah. And it's no yeah. one can afford to go anymore. Sure. It's It's really kind of a scary thing. Uh, it's also sh- something that nobody's talking about as far as, like, not to get political, but, like, in Washington, it's it's not top of mind. It's right. not what you're hearing about. Like, there's nobody with, like, a um, like some crazy plan to, like, right. deal with it. Um, and I feel like it's going to hit us. It's going to hit and be a major problem in the next 10 years. It's already a problem now. Yeah. But because, you know, you can't discharge those in bankruptcy. Your student, like, so if you can't pay it, like... If you can't pay your credit card or whatever, like yeah, all that stuff. If you go through bankruptcy, you can discharge 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 it. Not a student loan, so mm-hmm. you're kind of fucked. You're on the hook for it, no matter what. Which I get, you know, people are gonna tweet us and say, "Oh, you signed up for it." Okay, that's fine. But when it's gonna affect millions of people and have a, an effect on our economy as a whole, that's a problem. 
Yeah. And now I'm off my soapbox. Yeah, that was that was good. I like that rant. I'm the, I'm the political producer here. <laughs> that was political good. Dave is always welcome. Thank there you. was there was also uh, I don't know the names of them, but I know there are apps. There's one app uh, my boyfriend was just telling me about that rounds up every dollar to every dollar that you spend and takes that money and pulls it into a savings account automatically. Acorn is it Acorn? Oh, okay, my yeah. my bank account my. Bank account does that for yeah, me. Yeah, Bank of America does Bank it. Of America Acorn, does it. Acorn's cool. I've, I, I've done some stuff with that. Although I don't recommend Bank of America. Ooh. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Oh, I, I have Bank of America. I'm just not a fan. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then there was another one that, uh, oh, it, it automatically tells you everything that you, all of your subscriptions. So I feel like, I don't know for myself. I just subscribe to everything, and then I have no idea that I'm paying five dollars to this and ten dollars to this, and you know. And, and then I look at my statement. I'm like, where is all this money going? Yeah. So that's that's an, I don't know the name of the app, but there's an app that tells you. Yeah, Mint is another one that's oh. pretty popular. Oh yeah, Mint. Mint. It it just it's a, a budgeting app basically, oh, and cool. it, it it'll give you warnings like you're spending too much money on food. Oh yeah. Or whatever, and you saved this much. You were supposed to save this much, but you didn't, and it, it just keeps you on track that's good it's cool a lot of people use mint yeah. I've heard yeah, very they also give you yeah, a, a free credit score check once a month i believe oh which once is a nice. month that's yeah. a lot it's a lot yeah wow that's really good mm-hmm. let's get to the next one it's a voicemail what up dylan and dave and special guest uh this is an undisclosed caller from georgia i'm calling and not going to reveal my name because i have a little bit of a problem here i'm dating a girl been dating for about a little over a year now and I love this girl to death I had full intentions of marrying her but it's been in the past couple months where every now and then me and my best friend from high school that just so happens to be a girl have been responding to stories texting each other happy birthday wishing the best for each other and I've got an absolute fire burning underneath me for her and I do not know what to do I'm so confused because I love my girlfriend but my best friend from high school is my absolute dream girl and I don't really know what to do right now so any advice would be great this guy's in a bad way this guy's got a fire He's got a fire burning under him for Damn. this girl. That's that's some passion, Dave. Mm-hmm. His, he used fire burning Johnny he, Cash over here, and he used the term "dream girl." Um, I I don't really know what I don't I don't know. He says he wants to marry his girlfriend, who he's been with for over a year. That's not that long, for the record. Mm. It's not that long, but he's it's serious. He clearly, serious, loves, he clearly not, loves her. Yeah. Uh, he used he used a term that, that doesn't sit that well with me. He says, "I love her to death," which to me is like saying like. Oh, I say that about like dudes. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. Buddies. It's it's much more casual than those words would typically sure, imply. Sure. Um, it's like saying, oh, like if you describe, like, oh, oh I just want to hook you up with with one of my friend. Her name's you know Sarah. Like, oh, tell me about her. She's really nice. Yeah. Oh, so you so, you, so <laughs> yeah. she's so she's Great not attra- so she's not attractive, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what you're trying to tell me. That's almost like saying, like when you say I love, I love, I love him to death, love her to death. That's almost like, oh, I love, I love that kid. Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, like, love Whoa. that kid, love him to death. Yeah. Okay. So th- that's concerning for me. Mm. Um, man, I don't know. Um, Hope she doesn't listen because I feel like that guy's voice very recognizable. Yeah, you know what for I mean. Sure. And I yeah. know I don't know him. But. I'm typically, I, I traditionally, I'm like, yeah, go for what you really want out of life. Um, but this also might be like a grass is greener type of situation here, or like the forbidden fruit, wanting what you can't have. You know what I mean? Sure. Mm. Um, if he had some some history with this girl in the past, um, it might I might be saying I might have a different tune, but I just think he's just so intrigued at the idea of this other girl that he's overlooking what he already has. I don't know. This is this is impossible. He seemed really certain that. His best friend from high school is the love of his life. Dream girl. Dream girl. Fire burning under him. I mean, if you don't at least explore that, this man is going to be living with regret for the rest of his life. Woof. Do you get the impression from that phone call that she has a has similar feelings for him? Because maybe he doesn't know and he needs to like 
You, he might be feeler. reading too much into her being nice and like responding and sending happy birthday texts. If and they stuff. were, be- he said they were what best friends in school. Yeah, that's eh, maybe he is looking in- too far into it. But it's it might be worth being like, do you feel something for me? Should we maybe explore this? But then that's if you get to go behind your girlfriend's back to do that, that's that's also a bad look. I don't know. It's just, there's no right answer here. Man, I got Ring of Fire in my head. That's mm-hmm. such a great song. It's such a good song. Damn. I- Love Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash is the shit. Yeah. This guy, Liv, what do you think? He's got a bad. Yeah. I, I think that, I think living with regret is my biggest fear in life. So you got to go for it. You got to say something. You got to put the feelers out there. And I think that if you've been best friends with somebody since high school, you you have a feel of their energy and their vibe and their personality that if there has been a shift, it's noticeable, you know? So I, you know, I would hope that this guy's intuition and new communication with his best friend from high school. He he knows that something's up. So definitely put your feelers out there, you know. And however way, don't be forward about it. I think it's just. I mean, well, you could be forward about it, but don't be like cheesy or sleazy mm-hmm. about it. Because no crank picks. Yeah, like you know, <laughs> it's your best girlfriend from high school. I mean, that's awesome if that's the case. Man, I can't. Something else. I just think about how different I was in high school. And like how much of an idiot I was to where like I can't imagine um, a friendship from high school uh, taking that and like thinking like now uh, this kid's probably like 24, 25 or something. Mm-hmm. But and like thinking like it's going to be the same. You think about how much pe- how much people change um, after high school, going through college and then early 20s and stuff like your brains. If you're a dude, your brain's still developing, right? Like into your mid to late 20s, like you're completely different people now. So don't think it's going to be just just like it was like the friendship and your personalities and stuff like mm-hmm. it's work. Yeah. It's cool now. Cause you're just communicating through direct message or text message. Um, it may be a completely different dynamic. Mm-hmm. We romanticize everything in our heads. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's the whole, we do that with all relationships. I feel like because you see the best version of that person, but in reality, it may not always be the same. Oh, for sure. You know, and so we think, oh, this like d- we dream up this perfect relationship and thing with this person, and yeah. then it's not that, and then you're like you're disappointed because you had this expectation, but expectations are really what fuck us over. You're right, but then, like you said, if he doesn't at least explore the possibility, he's not going to be able to move past it mentally. Right, it's going to be lingering for a long time. Oh yeah, I think that you need to, you know, just dabble in those waters a little bit. Dabble. Just dabble. But yeah, Man. it's tough. You're always 17 in your hometown, Dylan. <laughs> Would you stop? You are. I wonder how old this guy is too, because what if he's like 38? Yeah, I would just want. Well, I wonder. He should have used a voice disguiser, one of those machines. <laughs> yeah, or just emailed the question, or he just emailed us, because yeah, he was. That's recognize that you can recognize yeah, I mean, a voice. Some, yeah, that one. I feel like, yikes. Yeah, and I and I think to me, I'm very. You know, marriage is a big deal. And if you're tossing out that someone's your dream girl and then the other girl, you want to marry her, how can those two coexist, mm-hmm. really? I mean, and um, unless you want a polygamous relationship, which is another story. But uh, I think that you want to seem like a one-man, one-woman kind of guy. And I think that if you're – if you – you shouldn't be tossing around. I want to marry this person. If you are also, if you have another dream girl, because I don't think she would appreciate that. And I also don't know if you fully know yourself yet. So I think that you should kind of give yourself some time to really explore, you know, yourself, what you want, what you need, what you're looking for in a partner, and then, um, and then vice versa. Yeah, I'm I'm firmly on team wait a long time in life. Not a long time, but wait until you're, I don't know, twenty eight, twenty nine, thirty, to get married. Because we're changing a lot. Like we're, you said, learning about ourselves still. We change so much in our 20s. Yeah. Um, I was much different at 30 than I was when I got married, which was 27. That's just three years. I was a much different person. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, just wait. There's no hurry. Yeah. Hell, I'm different than I was two weeks ago. Yeah. I mean, every yeah, day. I can I'm, tell. I, I can't you? Yeah. I swear, every day I'm like, man, I'm a new person today, you know? And we, we, we're constantly changing so... I. You know, I tell this to everybody who's younger than me and ask for my advice, which is weird, but I think you should take your 20s to really figure out who the hell you are. For sure. Because I'm just a firm believer in that. I don't think you should. I mean, even if you're in a serious relationship, you don't need to be rushing in to get married. Like, 
there really is no reason. And maybe I think it's just to have babies and then, but really, I don't know if you should be having babies and until you know who you are. A lot of people do it because it's the logical next step in a relationship. Yeah. Like it, don't do it because you're supposed to do it. Do it because it's what you want. Yeah, we and got time. There's yeah, so yeah, much do. time. Like, figure out what you like. Explore the world. Explore yourself. This guy, I feel bad. This guy's in a bad way. Yeah. He's got a fire burning under him. Maybe you should take, honestly, not, not, you don't need to break up with anybody, but maybe just also take some time to be by yourself. Like, go on a trip by yourself. Maybe, like, hang out, you know, in the beach all day by yourself. Something like that. Something where you're really just sitting down, like, write down what it is that, you know, you want out of, like from a partner, from mm-hmm. a lifelong partner. And just like journal. I know it sounds so simple, but I think it would really allow you to explore your mind a little bit. Like how you how you imagine your life to be in the next like three to five years. Yeah. We Good have one, stuff. one question left, Dave. What's Gucci, players? What is your opinion on tattoos in the workplace? Your boy has a specific sales role, and many of my clients are a part of that generation where tattoos mean... You're a degenerate hoodlum. My birthday is coming up on Cinco de Mayo, and I wanted to treat myself to a half sleeve, elbow to shoulder. My fear is that I will alienate a demo of potential sales earnings. Do I pull trig? Toodles. Wow. Yeah. How old is this fucking guy? Which Gucci player? You don't see many people with sleeve tats who use toodles, by the way. No, toodles. Um, the good news is that tattoos in the workplace are becoming much more acceptable in today's, like, you know, climate well we live in austin we also, yeah dude, well, austin i think i think not, in, i think generally i go home and i'm from south florida and you know i tell my dad i want to get a tattoo which i am going to get and he's like why would you do that to yourself you know it's still that yeah. mentality okay good news is i think it's becoming more acceptable mm-hmm. bad news is there are still like you know the good old boy generation who's like nah yeah uh they're still you know out there and they have you know important roles important jobs and they can control your salary well luckily no one's unless you're shirtless or wearing tank tops in the workplace no one's going to see your um elbow yeah. to shoulder sleeve if he goes short sleeve you can definitely see it well duh, just go button down yeah yeah if he does if he does full length sleeve maybe that's and just not what he wears to work well maybe he should uh start doing that <laughs> sir <laughs> i think button down three quarter length sleeve like long sleeve just rolled up a little bit you're fine you hey, know if i'm this guy this is what i'm doing I'm going to my boss's office. I'm leaning in, doing the the knock on the door for him. Hey, you have you have a minute? Oh man, you have a minute? You know that move? Yeah, I know that move. Yeah, come on it's in. The Micah move. You go in, you close the door. But hey, look, I want to get a tattoo. I want to get a sleeve tat. Will this affect my uh, employment status with you, sir? See what he says. Uh, it's not going to hurt, right? What if he says no? No. I mean, yes, it, it will affect you. Then you have a decision to make. Then at least you know what you're getting yourself into instead of being surprised, like. Hey, we got to let you go, man. We when you, we have a certain standard in the office place. At least he knows what he's getting himself into. Can people fire you for having a tattoo? Sure, yeah, you can get fired for every for anything in Texas. Wow, I didn't know that. Tattoo, yeah. I mean, if yeah. it's dress code policy. I don't think it's for having a tattoo. I think it has to be covered. I don't. I don't. I, I can't imagine someone firing you because of something you have. As long if you can cover it, mm-hmm. I think that's the problem. If yeah, you, if you. I feel like, I mean, that's it's crazy that some people like look down on tattoos like that because I mean, you think about how many people from World War II got tattoos. Yeah, yeah. Um, and tattoos are everywhere now. So many people have them. I mean, yeah, maybe maybe hold off on the face tat. Don't go full post. If you're gonna have a you know an employment of just strictly no tattoos, you're 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 fishing from a, a small pond there. I mean, it's not many, not many people these days don't have tattoos. If yeah. you're you know, if you're small town and your clientele that you're trying to sell to, it's, I don't know, Church of Christ or like Southern Baptist, people who might have that mindset, then yeah, you should probably hold off on the tats. But I mean, dude, I mean, everybody's doing it. Like oil field stuff, all those guys you're selling to. It like, also depends on what the tattoo is. You it's know, just if- a sleeve. Sleeves are, I feel like sleeves are becoming very normal. Yeah. And, but with, you know, cool art design and stuff. I mean, I've seen people who have really heinous tattoos with like a there was i think it was um this guy had it on his i think it was his oh yeah it was underarm his armpit and in the arm where his armpit hair was was it was a whole full-length woman from his 
uh, elbow to here, and then where the armpit was was her bush. And I'm like, that's just that's, <laughs> that's just another so, level of you yeah, know, it's just so that guy doesn't want to get a job anywhere. You know, <laughs> that's just unnecessary. Or like loyalty, you know, tatted on your neck or something like that. Oh, a, a neck tat's like different. A, you know, okay. a sleeve tat and a neck tat are totally different. Right, I totally agree. neck tats like I. If, if I haven't been to prison yet, I'm going soon. I, like, that's what, fair or not, that's what I, a neck tat means to me. There is some really cool hippie chicks that I follow on Instagram who have neck tats that, like, pull it off. Behind? Like, right under the yeah. middle of their, yeah. Or they do the, you know, even I've seen, like, girls with hair. I mean, you know, I think there's a certain type of vibe that you okay. can pull it off more, like, hippie, chill gypsy who like lives in bali without you know wearing clothes Mm -hmm. kind of person but yeah i don't think it'll hurt to talk to your boss man yeah and maybe this is a chance for you to carve out like a niche like you're the edgy sales guy and like all the the stiffs who would normally be you know not want to screw with that they might seem like oh he's dangerous i kind of want i want him to sell me shit you know they'll live vicariously through you in your bad boy ways (laughs) think about that well, guys, that's it. We just finished. Good stuff. Liv, yeah. did you have fun? This went long, too. Yeah, that, that was fun. You had fun? Yeah. We is... like to have fun in here. Dave, did you have fun? I had a great time. Liv, do you have a bonus question for us? Oh, bonus it, it's question. It's optional. You can pass. For you guys? Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Could be about anything. Oh, anything in life. <sighs> okay. I'll tell you what. Think about that while I go through the conclusion here. Okay. Um, again, the hotline number is 888-362-MAIL. That's 888-362-6245. And again, you can also write in. There's a link in the Twitter bio. Uh, and that's at Malin Podcast on Twitter. Okay, my question. Okay. I really like this question for everybody in the world. So what um, if you had the choice, because I'm a foodie, you know, so I'm really into food. If you had a choice of your last supper before, you know, the, the, the night before you die, what would it be? We've... we've We've done this one. Oh, uh, alive before? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's not um, new to people. Oh, I'm going to have a completely different answer, though, I'm sure. Wait, wait. Did I, did I misunderstand the question? Say it again. No, what would be your last supper? What would be yeah. if, What would be your ideal dinner? Is drink? it just for me or are other people going to be having it with me? Well, no. I mean, this is going to be a selfish thing because it's only it's oh, your okay. last supper. Okay. Not everybody else's. Well, I was I, thinking like the last supper. I want like everybody's at the table, whole squad's eating. Well, they can, they're going to come. People okay. can come over. You could say who you would invite to your last supper, but that might get a little... Oh, yeah. That'd be weird. One yeah. time I, I answered this question <laughs> with chicken fried steak and these guys roasted me off the face of the planet. Yeah, we did. Wow. We blasted that Because be it's, it's just meal. like a comfort meal to me. You know, it's not like I know it's not as good as like Kobe beef, but... Uh, it's just like a, it's delicious. I love it. It's comforting, mm-hmm. like mashed potatoes, uh, some green beans, uh, and you know chicken fried steak with all the gravy and like a big iced tea or something. It just would be dope. Wow, you are a Texas country boy. I didn't realize uh, yeah. that. Never you know? seen him actually eat a chicken fried steak. <laughs> well, they're not very healthy. That's why I don't eat them. Oh, okay. maybe go to Crackle Barrel. Yeah, I'm trying get to get lean over here. Chicken fried steak. You know, uh, wow. mine would probably be a chub salad. <laughs> Mine, mine actually might be the smoothie that you made for us this Honestly, now. This thing is so good. Real optimized before I go. Yeah, just uh, leave with a heart on. Man, I'm going to... Whoa. Sorry. Excuse me? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I thought okay. that was impolite. No, it was. Um, I'm going... I'm going filet? No, you know what? I'm going to go out. I want to say filet, but I. part of me is just like, dude, just go fried chicken. Fried chicken's my shit. I'll go Popeyes. I'll go spicy wow. three piece red beans and rice and mashed potatoes because it's my last one. And I'm getting two biscuits. Oh, even those biscuits taste, just go so hard. They do. They kind of <laughs> taste like cardboard, but they're good for some reason, like salted cardboard. <laughs> All right, Liv. Now you have to answer it. Uh, wow, so you guys are going. I mean, pretty simple. If it's my last supper, I'm going. I'm eating everything. Like I oh. want a lot of food. You know, you guys just went one course. I I would do, you know, all my courses. So I like different cuisines. I'm really into Mexican. So my first course would be Mexican. It would be a Corona with guacamole, some salsa, and some chips. 
Just for a little sure. teaser. Well, yeah, this is the teaser, you mm-hmm. know, and then maybe we like. Don't get too full though. You have a long. It's a marathon here. If you right, no, no, but go. this is just like taste. You know, a little taste test. Chips are filling though, Liv. I don't know about that. Now, a couple. She's doing grain free. She's doing, doing siete. Siete. We're doing cassava. <laughs> this is your last meal. Help is out the window. Chips. You're about to die. Honestly, I think I prefer the cassava flour chips. They're good. Okay. Have you tried them? No. The nacho and the fiesta, which is like spicy. Ooh, it's so good. So good. Okay, so yeah, beer, guac, chips, first course. Second course is probably some type of surf and turf. Like I love, whether it's lobster, crab legs, like something of the sort with probably filet, um, with what is um, probably, I'm trying to think of the side. It's like a toss between cream spinach, which I really love. It's not the healthiest thing ever, but I love cream spinach. It's like such a weird thing um then dessert we're gonna go chocolate for sure like some type of chocolate ganache like flourless cake with like ooey gooey melty chocolate and then some type you know i like i really like coffee ice cream like vanilla ice cream like something like that um and probably wine throughout the meal too because i really enjoy wine gotta have wine i would smoke a j before this whole thing i need a heavy red full body red right Exactly. Just a big ass. Pairs well with your chicken fried steak. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. Just, Classy yeah. with a little bit of nasty. I don't know what pairs of fried chicken. I, I guess a beer. Yeah. I don't I mean. Sure. Cold yeah. beer. Yeah. Chicken and beer. But a, like a cheap domestic one. Yeah, though. I like my chicken fried. Yeah. Cold beer. <laughs> I was thinking, didn't Ludacris have a chicken and beer? Like an album just chicken and beer. Yeah. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> with the okay. lady's legs on top. Yep. That was, <laughs> that was the one. She was upside down. <laughs> well, that was a good bonus question. Thank you. Oh, cool. Thanks and for answering, as guys. As always. Thanks for coming. Of course. Where can they find you on social? I'm Liv Langdon everywhere. L-I-V-L-A-N-G-D-O-N. Nice. And, and soon to come, uh, Liv Langdon. No, no. Live Out Loud. Yeah, Live Out Loud. My website. LiveOutLoud.com. Yep. Okay. Live yep. Out Loud. No E on Live, obviously. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> obviously. All right. We'll see you next week. Thank you.